0: All right. Hello and welcome to We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Selat. And this is Kalina. And we're a podcast who reads and reviews paranormal romance novels. And with us today, we have a special guest, and we're so excited for you guys to join us, is A.K. Graves, and we are going to be talking to her and her book today. So welcome, A.K. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Yay, yeah. So don't be nervous. We're super chill. We're super relaxed. We're super (laughs) unprofessional. (laughs) I wish you wouldn't say that about us. (laughs) Oh, come on. Wait, which part? The unprofessional. The unprofessional. <laughs> okay. That's okay. I it's think a every- different
1: version of professional.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I think that's probably a safe way to put it. Because I think okay. that's into romance is unprofessional on some level. You
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah. So yeah, we read his fate today, and that is what we'll be discussing with AK. And that we'd start off with a quickie. So for today, we're just going to get into it and go of the Dragovic brothers, which is your favorite? Oh, man. Um, Did I say their last name correctly? Did
2: Dragovic. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes, that was good. Most people don't say it right the first time. So that was good. (laughs) Um, Of the brothers. Well, obviously, everybody loves Kai. He got his own book. So (laughs) Kai is a big deal. Um, But honestly... I would have to say my favorite is probably Dre. Dre, the oldest of of the dragons, is my favorite. I know we don't get as much from him because he's grunty and quiet. And yes, Mm -hmm. he's very very stoic compared to everyone else. But he lives in my head, so I can say he's my favorite.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm really interested. We didn't. Uh, read it yet for this episode, but I am very interested to read the kind of sequel, the, the his story his. that follows yeah. this and get the three stories of the three other brothers that we we get a glimpse of in this book, but we don't get the meat cutes or anything. So, yeah,
2: well, and it's funny because, and I'm sure you guys have questions and I don't want to like jump the gun too much, but <laughs> no, that was fine. definitely Kai was going to be a one off. <laughs> and that's why everybody kind of gets their little story wrapped up within his book. Mm. Uh, I didn't plan to write more than that and then you know things change and all of a sudden there's all these other stories that are popping up
0: so yeah um, yeah you get to spot more ideas and then your fans want more and they're (laughs) like hey you (laughs) introduced us to this dude I want to know about this dude Uh, so yeah yeah Yeah, my my favorite is havoc ah voc yes is it is it a vok how, how do you use- so so for me <laughs> in my head
2: it's just havoc
0: right that's how but, we were
2: saying it <laughs> okay but my narrator because these books are actually all in audio as well uh, uh-huh. he really like goes hard at the like Slovakian and like it, he it's did. it's really cool he's uh, he's really Nathaniel gray is really awesome and he really kind of goes hard at the the voc part of it and and it's havoc is really how he says it so so that's how we say it
0: okay. <laughs> he what he is, so. okay yeah and we've got two different views from it because oh, i listened you? to the okay, audio and too. kalina read it with her eyeballs so yeah so i got to hear and i was like when we kalina and i were talking about it, before we started recording i was like it's <laughs> not havoc uh-huh. that's not how you say it that's yeah. not how the narrator well, was that's how i read it, it the so. whole time <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: how I read it when I was writing it. So, um, but Nate came in and he, you know, he's really great. He he really gets into, you know, the characters as people and, mm-hmm. you know, makes them tick and gives them each yeah. their own personality, which is great, you know, for books like this. And he, you know, Havok is really, you know, and I was like, okay, that's it from now on. That's, that's how we're doing it. <laughs> so, yeah, Yeah. So, yeah. It, it I does like go it. well with. It's cool. The, it the other characters yeah. in the
1: story. Yeah. Yeah, I think my favorite was was it Hendrik? Yeah, yeah, Hendrick,
2: yeah, yeah. The second eldest dragon. Yeah, mm-hmm. the
1: what? Like the more like the healer, the the yes. sciencey yeah. one. Yeah, I really liked him. I want his story, so that'll be interesting.
2: Yeah, well, his story was a surprise. I will say <laughs> oh. um, when I wrote it and to everyone that read it, uh, I was like, "Whoa, well, here's a different side of him that nobody was expecting." <laughs> Yeah, cool. So that was fun.
1: <laughs> Super good. So yeah, we'll we'll definitely get get into those. I'll read them at least. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Yeah, we'll see if I ever get oh, to any of the books that we say we're going to read, I but... get that. yeah. Yeah, I don't
2: remember the last time I read a book that was not mine in editing. So oh.
0: <laughs> So All I get right. it. So, all right. Well, let's kick this off. Well, we kicked it <laughs> off with a quickie already, but let's give you sure. a question. Okay, that was that was really dumb. Um, what <laughs> first? Can we let's just sure. a little bit of bio about you, what you're you're doing. We'll give you a chance at the end to sort of share your um mm-hmm. your website and your all of the sure. contact information and what projects you're working on. That. But like, how did you get started with writing? Okay. Things?
2: Um. Well, I've always written. Um. In some some way, shape, or form, pretty much since. I could pick up, you know, pen and paper. Uh, It's always been a thing for me. Uh, You know, in high school, I took every creative writing class I could get my hands on. Same in college, you know, like that was my thing. It was a lot of short stories and poetry in the beginning. And from there, I've always been a huge reader. But I didn't actually start reading romance until... Shoot, I think my middle, because I have have three girls, and they're 13, 8, and 3, and my middle was probably 4, give or take, when I really started getting into, really dove into romance. When I was pregnant with her, I read some more mystery with like romantic elements, Mm -hmm. and then I dove into (laughs) J.R. Ward's Black Dagger Brotherhood.
0: And that Ah, just was it
2: for me. It was game on at that point. And (laughs) she's still like, people ask, who's your favorite? She's my favorite all day, every day, forever. And so once I started reading her and it... (laughs) It's people are like, what? This is stupid. But I, my favorite character in her series, <laughs> didn't get the story I thought he should have. <laughs> um, so I actually ended up doing like a fanfic kind of thing. And I didn't put it out there, it was just for me. But like, I rewrote his story how I thought it should go. <laughs> and, um, and now, don't get me wrong, the book's amazing. And I love J.R. Ward. It's just at the time of, you know, I was like, no, I don't like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> terrible. And uh, because her books are just phenomenal. So by no means is this anything. She was my favorite hands down Mm -hmm. and she's why I really got into writing. And then it just kind of spiraled. Like I was like, oh, well, this was fun. And it's maybe I should just you know try my hand at my own and I did and I actually started out writing like a completely original contemporary but Kai was born uh, on a drive and from there it was like okay here's the bomb beyond blood series Mm -hmm. so it kind of started with reading and spiraled into what it is now I guess (laughs) like
0: Uh I don't know yeah 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 that's awesome. So do you feel like you get some sort of inspiration or some, you know, sensation from well, J.R. Ward? Is- We've read one yes, of her.
2: Yes, I have read um, everything Black Dagger Brotherhood related, mm-hmm. like that series, but the spinoffs, like I, I'm looking at my shelf right now, like they're all yeah. right here, like within arms' <laughs> reach, like they're here. Um, and hands down, I mean, she was definitely what sold me on romance as a genre because before that Mm -hmm. it was like crime novels and true crime or um, mystery thrillers and and stuff like that and i have always loved vampires and things that go bump in the night Mm -hmm. uh but i didn't like merge the two until then and i picked up dark lover and was like it was over at that point like not only was I just hooked on romance in general, like paranormal romance, but like she, the way she writes was just very inspiring for me. And I was like this, this like, <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, so yeah, she was definitely, she's, she's the one I can go back to for inspiration, for my love of romance, for my, you know, ever growing love of vampires and all those things. So that's definitely
1: JR Ward's the one. <laughs> awesome, that's so cool. Um, but you said that you haven't had a lot of chance to read much lately. Is that part of writing? Like, I we've talked to some other authors where they kind of take a break from reading when they're doing their own books, just to mm-hmm. you know stay in their own world. Is that kind of how your process works? Um,
2: it's similar. My process, like if I'm writing paranormal, I'm typically reading contemporary, <laughs> and mm-hmm. vice versa but this year in terms of publishing went very differently than i originally had it planned to go <laughs> um because you know his fate and the next book from that series came out you know last year and then the third book in the series came out at the beginning of this year and i didn't really like i was just going to stick with this series with kai and his series mm-hmm. and i was going to keep going But then, you know, one of those amazing things that we as authors go through called writer's block hit and Mm. I got slammed and I ended up putting out my other series and I put out four books between whenever I did it in that series. And then I came back to Bound Beyond blood. So I didn't plan like I was going to have books every three months, give or take. And I didn't do that. And because like I sped up, uh, that process big time and because of the way I ended up doing it, I just haven't had time because I've either been writing, reading and editing or publishing something. And it's just been, way busier than I thought. So I have to find balance because I need to read. Like I'm a huge reader and I need that for for a lot of reasons. So, so unfortunately, yeah, it's just kind of been backburnered because of everything Mm -hmm. else that I decided to do out of nowhere. So,
0: (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Do you ever find though, that reading other books sort of deters you like cuz it, it, cuz obviously yeah. you don't want to like copy work and things like that so do you ever find that you're reading a book and you're like I like this storyline but I'm going oh, to like sure. flip it because here's something you did in your book that we actually don't really get any information about that I'm sure comes up in later books is the hierarchy mm-hmm. of the the brothers and that Kaya is the third mm-hmm. brother but he's the king so you totally threw yeah. out the firstborn <laughs> trope out of the window yeah. you're like fuck yeah, that we're right. not doing that but then we don't really get like an explanation of it which is fine because yeah. you know I'm sure it'll come up but is is that something that was inspired um, or you, no just, it was like, accidental um it was totally accidental
2: <laughs> 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 yeah like it was it was not on purpose because it just it was just how it worked I guess with the story and where I was going when I started writing it and it actually there's like a a prequel about their parents Mm -hmm. it's a little short freebie and it kind of touches on it in that and then it kind of gets touched on I think in Vox book and possibly in the brothers little shorts as well but honestly, I don't think I ever really give like a hardcore explanation for it. He's just Casimir the Chosen <laughs> and that's it. Like he was picked. Yeah. <laughs> <So, laughs> that's it. He was the Chosen. <laughs> and so in terms of like, yeah, I think, I think as, you know, authors, we kind of all do that where we'll read, okay, I'm writing shifter romance. So I'm going to binge a whole bunch of shifter romance. You know, I don't personally do that. Like I said, if I'm reading paranormal, I'm typically uh, writing contemporary vice versa, you know, that's mm-hmm. because it's just my process. But but yeah, like I will read, you know, like J.R. Ward or I'll read my my paranormal mm-hmm. authors and I'll be like, oh, that's a really cool idea. And I'll mm-hmm. bank it and, you know, oh, but I'm going to do this, this and this with this general idea. You know, it's mm-hmm. like having all the tropes and, you know, everything. We all put our spins on. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that firstborn, just that was an accident. That wasn't intentional. That's just how it worked <laughs> out, I guess. So. <laughs>
0: I thought it was cool. Anytime there's a trope that's like flipped on its head and things change and like mm-hmm. gender roles change and just, you know, different power roles and stuff, it's always really interesting. So I, I'm really glad that you put that in the book. And, and now I'm interested in, in list, or reading the prequel to see if I can catch a little bit yeah. as to why. Well, why thank you. Yeah, no, chosen.
2: that's, and <laughs> that was, um, that, because I had people ask the same thing, like, why is, why is he casting me the chosen? And I was like, well, I can kind of tell you, but not really, because I don't even know, like, <laughs> so um because there's a scene in the prequel where we have little Kai and mm-hmm. her mom and stuff, and it's kind of at that point where we get a little little peek into it. But yeah. Nice. Plus I don't think I don't think Dre would have wanted to be king. Like I think he would no.
1: the way, yeah, at least the little we get of him in this book, it doesn't feel yeah, like yeah. he's suited for that. I also I do like though that there isn't any strife or like tension between the brothers over that kind of thing, whereas that also is not Common, at least in like sure. reality, royal court- courts where yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. there's definitely urges to be exactly to like to kill each fighting, other off, yeah. and- like
2: usurping to the you know hardcore level, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. you no, know, and you know, I, for me in this entire series, it it was so important to showcase how they felt about each other and not have that tension while still being brothers and, you know, picking at each other. Milos is one that like picks at everybody, you know, and gets under everybody's skin, mm-hmm. you know, also, like showcasing that even though they're like all in their three hundreds and having that kind of relationship, but how there isn't that tension and how they just really are supportive of each other. And then it have it like carry over through the entirety of the series because, It's a very found family kind of thing, you know, as the series goes on. So, so yeah, that was. Yeah, that's
1: found family is one of my favorite kind of like subtropes or whatever. Yeah. I really love when and what you did in this book where all the brothers meet their mates and their friends so it's like yeah. <laughs> these you know lifetime lifelong friends get to all of a sudden be sisters too and it's very yeah. like that happens occasionally and i just think it's super sweet it it makes a lot of sense with the whole fated mate trope because you know you'd be drawn to fate would put you into a place where you're going to find them right and that would be yeah. your mates sisters would become your brothers you right, know, or right. friends that, or whatever.
2: That was very much how I, because that's one of my favorites too. I love the found family and like kind of getting like this hodgepodge cr- group of people together that really wouldn't be together otherwise, you know, but they have this underlying bond you know, it's bound beyond blood for a reason. Like it's beyond that connection for... For all of them, and and I did it with just in my head with the brothers. It was like, okay, best friend, best friend, best friend. <laughs> like, like this is how we're gonna do it? So it worked for me anyway. I, some people yeah. probably don't care for it, but I do. So,
1: well, you know, overall, faded mates not my favorite because I don't like insta love as much. But I do when it's it's written like this, then it makes more sense. Like if it's all faded, but then they still have to keep finding these random people. I'll, yeah. I'll give an example. It's a series I still love, but. It's uh, Deborah Cook's uh, dragon fire, Mm -hmm. because every time they have a, I forgot what it's called, a firestorm, the dragon has to find their mate at somewhere in the world. And so they're never related. And it just feels like that adds a layer of difficulty to the whole (laughs) fated mate issue. Whereas I I like when all (laughs) right, we've got fated mates. So, you know, there's some fate is weaving the way this path is is being walked for all the characters and they don't have 100% control over anything but then we're going to put them all into this one location and it's not as convoluted as oh, I've got to go meet 8 billion people yeah. to find which one's going to be my mate so yeah. I do appreciate that
2: that's how I feel though too like I'm kind of the same way in terms of the whole fated mate thing like let's get them centralized let's get them where they need to be <laughs> and then they can have all the other problems like together like, yeah. You know, like that's that's how I am, too. Like so that's kind of how that series ended up. So cool.
1: Yeah. And I also I like the added all the different shifters that are in this town. I, I love a town full of shifters. That's one mm-hmm. of my favorites. Like cool. yeah. Molly yeah. Harper's Mystic Bayou. And I, uh,
0: I enjoy that as well.
1: Yeah. All <laughs> kinds of yeah. There's just so much fun when a whole town is just like full of shifters and there's just like these random humans walking around not knowing it yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's so good it's nice when they're
0: immersed and integrated together and it's not a huge surprise that there's like yeah. you know a witch or a, a shifter of some sort or something yeah I am I know this story is about the dragons and the brothers but I I <laughs> Vok is my favorite and I love that his so, name is just Vok because yes. let me tell you something <laughs> A.K. <laughs> <laughs> for for as long as we've been doing this and as long as we've been reading romance, mm-hmm. like paranormal romance novels, we always get that. Um, here's another trope. It's the rich, powerful billionaire yeah. vampire, right? Who's mm-hmm. got everything. And I'm sure Vok has that oh, yeah. like stashed somewhere. But this dude, <laughs> first we discover him like in a duffel bag or whatever, you know, because they've they've, uh, they've captured him. My <laughs> favorite but write.
2: I will not even lie to you. Having vodka
0: out of a bag, yeah, that's. <laughs> yes, I appreciated it too. I loved it so much, and almost as soon as I heard this, dude I was like, "Yes, this I, I'm liking this guy a lot." And then he started to come to, and he was like, "Okay, I'll stop being a dick yeah. for a little bit, yeah, uh, because I'm real sad about the family." And then he was like, "It's cool, dudes. I'll just go live in a cave somewhere." <laughs> and I was like. Kalina, I just fucking (laughs) found my hobo vampire. This is the vampire that doesn't have anything, doesn't want anything. Like he—he is the one I wanted. A vampire that just doesn't not tied to his riches, and I need a hobo vampire to just be totally (laughs) humble, totally chill. And I know, I mean, he may not be chill quite there. (laughs) I didn't didn't pick up. Not chill. (laughs) yeah, no, 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 not chill. Maybe
2: later, but not now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, right. yeah yeah, <laughs> exactly yeah he he <laughs> did not exude that very well but i appreciated this i was like this is the closest i've gotten i was like instantly instantly out of all the brothers and i know that you know yeah. he is yeah. the he's technically not but he is yeah, a,
1: yeah.
0: right technically not he is but they yeah. they do consider him brothers uh, and uh and it's I, I think it's so great so i appreciate Thank that you. character and i'm glad Thank you. You Yeah, yeah no,
2: Vak was very fun and i love that you call him hobo Vak because that's what Milos calls him. Um, so it does come yes. up. That's funny. Um, but yeah, no, he, he and, and I like, see my theory is with vampires, they have lived hundreds, sometimes thousands of years. So they're going to have bank, right? Like, it's just mm-hmm. like a given. Yeah. But they don't have to be attached to it. Like, they don't, it doesn't have to be everything for them. Like, it's nice to have, you know, but like, it sure. doesn't have to be everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah, please. But yeah, that, and that was with Bach and his story in general was just like nothing is going to actually be important like that for him until we get
0: his story so (laughs) right which I can't wait for because now I've got my (laughs) hobo vamp she has she's been talking
1: about wedding a hobo vamp for at least five years
2: (laughs) I'm glad that I was able to provide that
0: (laughs) thank you it's awesome so speaking of um, I mean we already did our quickie Mm -hmm. where we chose our favorite brothers but you know so Vok is my favorite do you have out of all of the characters that you've written so not just particularly in this story do you have a character that you're particularly fond of that you're attached Mm -hmm. to that you really love to write and that's like inspired different stories coming out of it because you love this character so much for me
2: in terms of Bound Beyond Blood Vok is always going to be my favorite just so when I was writing Kai's book, I got to chapter 18-ish um ish, when Vok is like first kind of discussed. I stopped writing Kai's book, wrote all of Vok's book and came back and finished <laughs> Kai's book. It just when he appeared in this story, his was so strong and so loud in my head that I had to do it. And as soon as I finished Kai, I jumped right into the rest of the series. Like I got into book three, four and five, like boom, boom, boom. Like I started... It just so really, you could thank Kai because, without him, we wouldn't have any of the books and the way they all flowed, but for me, like I'm always gonna mm-hmm. have a special place in my heart for Bach, like it's just he was just so easy to write, he was fun to write because he's very much. The way we see him in Kai's book is very much like him. But once we get into his story, you see this like other side of him. That's just very, it contrasts so drastically sometimes where you're just like, how is this the same dude? (laughs) Um, And I just love that. (laughs) And... I do love all of the characters in the series, like I really do, like the ones that end up with books and like the the supporting cast. Like I do love all of them very much. Mm -hmm. And book three, who you have not met yet, so I'm not even gonna say his name. But um, when if you end up getting there, he was a lot of fun, and he was somebody I consider a turning point for me, because of different things that he like brought to the table. He. he's a demon and i'll leave it at that and he just kind of was a turning point for my writing in general and i i refer to him as like a gateway character because it opened the door to a lot. And while I appreciate him for that, Vox always going to have like this special place. Like he's somebody that I'm always going to, you know, who's his favorite and probably Vox. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so, <laughs>
0: yeah. I think, I think anyway, at least right now. At yeah. least yeah. right now. Right. <laughs> at least with this stash that you've got. Have you, do you do any contemporary or ventured into any I, do?
2: I actually am putting out um a contemporary, a dark contemporary MC series. Um, I've got four books out in that. And just had another kind of like gateway character as a matter of fact. So, um, uh, and I'm getting, I mean, I, again, I don't want to like jump the gun, but like, I'm getting ready to launch another paranormal. That's going to be a dark one because Bombay on blood isn't dark. It's just romance. You know, it's paranormal romance. I don't feel like it's dark. There's like heavier, topics as the series goes on and stuff but it's not dark uh-huh. I am a I'm a morbid bitch like like, <laughs> think, like that's that's how I am and the MC kind of like in, in book three and bomb on blood like you'll probably catch a glimpse of it if you ever do make it to that point because that that hero is like no well, you kind of you kind of see it kind of evolving there and then you get into the MC and it definitely is darker. And like, I just, the fourth book is about it. Like the hero is a serial killer. So like, so like, I went way off on that one and now I've got this other paranormal series that I'm going to do. And that's going to be, it's just dark. It's going to be dark. And I think that's just kind of the direction I'm going in. But yeah. So um am beyond blood is very special because it's probably going to be the only thing like that that I write.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was going to mention, cause starting out with, The Black Dagger Brotherhood as your favorite series—that is a bit darker than the Mm -hmm. the Bound Beyond Blood. I mean, these are—I'd really call them at least the ones we're more familiar with from the first book—is they're giant cinnamon rolls. Mm -hmm. Like these guys may be like tough, badass, you know, dragons, but they're warm and gooey inside. They are super (laughs) gooey. Like Kai is
2: very gooey. So and he's probably my gooeyest, like straight up, even in that series, like he's my gooeyest. But that's that is absolutely how all of the heroes in that series are. Mm-hmm. All of them. They're cinnamon roles for their women or or their mates, you know, we'll mm-hmm. say. And and, well,
1: and for each other and their yeah. friends. And yeah. I mean their yeah. whole they say it repeatedly is the love, big and show it.
0: Yes. You know, yes. that's
1: the like yeah. motto that they keep yeah. referring to over and over yeah. again. And I really appreciated yeah. that because this really, again with the found family Kind of situation. You have people brought together through circumstance and to just love on each other that much. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, and a big part of it is in that world for me anyway, like in my brain, that was how shifters worked. Like that was just how they were. And like having the brothers be so close in age and like having the relationships they had with their parents and like all of that just carried over into the, the found family clan kind of thing. Where they do, they just it's this like very ooey gooey sort of thing with like the elements of you know danger and badassery. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's really what it is. Um, you know, and the the contemporary MC is kind is also kind of found family, mm-hmm. which is kind of like an MC motorcycle club thing anyway, but like yeah. they might th- <sighs> There is some gooiness to some of them, but not all of them. Like I said, there's, it's more, I don't know, like for me, it's very much fated mates or soulmates. Like that's what it is. Like Mm -hmm. whoever you're with, that's their person. And for, you know, they might be a serial killer or, you know, an asshole demon doing what they're doing, but they'll, they'll take somebody out for their, (laughs) for their person. (laughs) So like, that's, that's very much how what I like to read. And like mm-hmm. the Black Dagger Brotherhood, they are darker, but they kind of have that like you catch glimpses of they're not gooey, but that you get, you know, get the glimpses of the brotherhood that they have. Yeah. And 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 I really loved that. I loved that kind of like, we're not going to say it, but we do feel that way about each other. Like, <laughs> I really liked that. So yeah, that's my writing is coming closer to where I started, I guess now. Mm-hmm. Now, things have progressed like this this next paranormal series is definitely going to be darker than Bound Beyond Blood <laughs> for sure
0: do you have any paranormal females coming up like ones that are vamps or shifters or anything themselves and not just the humans yes <laughs> um, <Okay. laughs> Yeah,
2: I um so in Bound Beyond Blood uh let's see so I just in Vox's book, the female may or may not, because I don't want to spoil it if you do read it. Okay. <laughs> if he does read it, like I don't want to spoil things. Sure. But then in 4 and 5 of Bound Beyond Blood, the the females are both, because the female main character in 4 is is a wolf shifter. And five, I don't remember if I have it in the blurb, so I don't like want to throw it right out there, but it's also <laughs> something. Um, mm-hmm. so, um, And then in the, in the, it's hard to talk about the series in its entirety because it's technically a, a 10 book series, but I'm taking a little bit of a break. Oh, from, wow. Yeah. I'm taking a little bit of a break from it after the first five, just because I, I struggled, I guess, to get these last couple books out with that whole writer's block thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I just need a breather so like I will never say never I'm not gonna finish it but I also I'm just gonna kind of put it on the back burner I have covers for all the books so like they have to be written in my opinion <laughs> um, at that point, I have
0: stories. yeah once you got the covers you have exactly. to write
2: them <laughs> and, and I and I love these characters and the story and the clan so I, I don't want to you know shelve it but for right now I have to take a break. Mm -hmm. And as the back half of the series, there's a lot more in terms of the females having all kinds of things going on. So... Yeah, so, and it does get a little bit darker the, the second half of the series, which is I think why I'm taking a break because it's like okay, it's just going to be so different from the first half. So mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Well, that kind of brings us to Josephine Posey, the main yeah. character, because she did start off seeming human, but it wasn't true. <laughs> so how did you come up with like her story in terms of having that? lost memory glamour block on who she really was and and all of that
2: so I don't know <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> that sort of happened I'm I'm I don't plot like I'll get okay. ideas and it just evolves very much like literally the prologue of his fate was something that popped into my head when I was driving down the road and I shit you not this is so cliche but Imagine Dragons came on <laughs> and I was like I will thank you um and literally that scene that entire scene because the song was you know I God, I don't even know what it was it was called, but it was the one where they talk about thunder. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. It's on the playlist. I don't know. Um, But it just (laughs) started spinning in the prologue. I had it. And from there, I just wrote like I didn't come like I don't plot. I'm a panster through and through, but I'm a linear writer. So I have to write in order. I can't like jump Mm -hmm. around and do all of that. Mm -hmm. So as I wrote, it just evolved and having them come to Oregon, you know, with their story and it just kind of was like, okay, how is this going to incorporate in because there is a town of shifters why like and it just it spiraled and having Posey be in the scenario where something dramatic had to happen to like do the self Mm -hmm. kind of glamour scenario where her dad's like supporting it, but also she did it to herself because of it. And it just, that's just how it worked. So I don't know, but that's the best explanation I can give you.
1: (laughs) Well, I really liked it. I thought it was unusual and something I haven't really seen before. And to have a character go from the beginning where she was so, I mean, strong, but on that edge of like life is beating you down. Like it is hard. Your truck Mm -hmm. breaks. You have two jobs. You're caring for your, you know, wheelchair bound father. It's just Mm -hmm. hard. And you can barely add anything else to this life. And then, you know, Kai sweeps in and is like, no, I promise I'll make it better. (laughs) Just give me a chance. Mm -hmm. And by the end, you realize like all of that strength that she had that allowed her to get through that kind of day in day out human style life was that reserve strength she had in her real paranormal life once she discovered who she was and like yeah. super badass phoenix dragon shifter lady <laughs> like <Right. laughs> up. yeah yeah, yeah.
2: That, that's um thank you for all of that i appreciate that and you know it's it was fun to write it because like I was like snickering like Haha, nobody's gonna know. You know? Nope. <laughs> like that was my goal anyway so it makes me happy to hear that that it really came across like exact everything that you just said you know that she she did she was just like wiped out exhausted and she had this other reserve almost that she was just drawing from without even realizing it so uh-huh. that's cool I'm glad that it came across that way.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a sentiment to your writing too because even as we're having this conversation I asked a question and- she is a paranormal character and I was just like what about the you hu- or with the you know the female <laughs> characters that turn yeah and, and because we we don't get her shifting obviously until the very end and you know and she discovers who she is before the end but she's human in your brain and as a character and as Kai's mate fated mate up until that moment yeah. uh, and, and almost even when she still discovers that she is a dragon it's innately in her but we haven't seen mm-hmm. yeah. it come out yeah, yet. yeah.
2: Well, yeah no, and it's funny because that's very much how I look at Posey like sometimes like when I you know I have her in another book I'm like oh yeah wait she's she is a shifter (laughs) like Yeah. I have to incorporate that. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally get that. And thank you. Yeah. No, that's that. It's just cool to hear that because that's exactly how I view her.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Well, that's great. Well, with all of our books, we do like to tell our readers, if you want to hear the nitty gritty, the raunchy, dirty sex in that, you know, that's happening in all of these books, you have to listen or read yourself. You have to. There's no better way to get the full emotion of it unless you immerse yourself Mm -hmm. into it, right? Mm -hmm. But Jesus Christ, AK, your sex is (laughs) fucking good. (laughs) And there's plenty. (laughs) Yeah. Thank there you. is
1: a whole oh, lot. My I <laughs> also, but like, okay, there is. There's a whole lot, but I really liked the long tease from mm-hmm. that first kiss, which came very early. Like, I mean, we're talking chapter kidding? like two or three. Yeah, he kisses great. her in the, you know, walking home by a tree or something, and it was like the hottest kiss. And then there's nothing for a while, and you're like, man,
0: what? And hell? she's all like
1: frustrated, <laughs> and she's like, "What like, the fucker yeah. won't even kiss me anymore." <laughs> Yeah, like, what
2: the fuck just happened? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. And it's funny because I can't handle personally, like, when I read, I don't do angst well. Like, I'm like, oh, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like, that's me when I'm reading a book. So the fact that I've written that in any capacity is just absurd. Like, but I liked it. (laughs) it was fun and if you do go further in the series be ready because maybe it happens again i don't know <laughs> 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 but, but yeah no well thank you i appreciate that i i like the smut it's fun yes
1: i mean that's yeah. what we do this podcast for right and i do love a good dragon horde sex scene which <laughs> yes. we don't get very often there are not enough of those no. in the world there's a ton of dragon shifters we've read a there was yes. one yeah. year where somehow by accident about 50% of our books were dragon shifters. And we're yeah. like, how'd that happen? And I don't think a single one of them had a dragon horde sex scene. And I was disappointed.
0: <laughs> I think we only ever had one. Yeah, that's-
1: just uh, Molly's.
0: Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I was going to say,
2: yeah, because I remember that personally when I read. So yeah, no, and mm-hmm. see, that's, I'm like, I want to, I mean, maybe I don't want to hear about like how they got a coin between
1: their butt cheeks during this. Well, season. no.
2: <laughs> like, I want that. though. Yes. I want that.
1: You we know, want right? the fans fantasy of it and not they, yeah. that, that, but that's the same. Like, uh, we love the fantasy of shower sex. We don't like reality shower sex. We want the fantasy of having sex on a pile of diamonds and coins. Yes. The reality, when you think about it, probably not that great. Right. Sounds right. terrible. But this is, yeah. book is fantasy, not reality. And that's okay.
2: Exactly. Exactly. No, I felt very much like I wanted that because I want to read it. So I'm, yes. I'm glad to hear that you did as well. <laughs> so that's good. Thank you.
0: Maybe one coin. Yeah. Like one coin. Right. Just a to- and a little of humor
1: a somewhere yes. you know like, <laughs> yeah. that's where, that's where i'm at yeah when they get up and walk away it just falls
2: right yeah <laughs> where did sing. it come yeah. from yeah, yeah. Just, just magic <laughs> yeah nope i'm all for that yeah Which, if you do read his story there's a you know milosh's is, is my comedic relief most of the time you'll you'll yeah. appreciate a part with him <laughs> And it's not <laughs> sex, but it's he's well, he's
1: naked because they're shifters, so yeah,
0: he'll appreciate, it. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love when authors have playlists and they're on Spotify. So I really, cause I always finish the book. And then if I see that, I go and get that playlist and then I listen to it like while I'm cleaning my house or something. And it's just, they're so good. They tie into the book so well and really make you like immersed in the, the feeling of the book. Cause you're hearing kind of the soundtrack that the author had in their head while they were writing. And I just really appreciate that. So I wanted to thank you oh. for, for that.
2: Well, thank you. I'm, the same way I am the same way when I read a book if there's a playlist I'm like oop bink I'm right on it and I for me I can't listen while I write because then I'm just like typing the lyrics but like music is a huge part of my process huge part and that's like I said Kai was created partially in you know thanks to Imagine Dragons so like it just music is huge for me so every single book I write has a playlist and that's always going to be on Spotify because it's something that I like to revisit too and I'm like oh I remember that scene <laughs> you know
1: it's good times, so well thank you for that yes i love it it wasn't i don't you know i just wanted to say it because i found it's it's a new found thing for me lately it's been about a couple of months juliet cross does them for all of the stay a uh-huh. spell books which i can love um <laughs> and her playlists are really they like match those books super well so it's been something i discovered i loved and i wanted to acknowledge it <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, I think that's great. It's a, uh, you're finding your inspiration, you know, you play the movie in your exactly. head. Exactly. So you have to have those soundtracks exactly.
2: for Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. AK, do you have any questions for us? You don't have to have any. Uh, you know, but. I-
2: I'm just
0: super excited to be here. So like,
2: <laughs> so oh, good. Like, no, I don't have questions <laughs> other than like, can we do this again sometime already? Like, I know we're not done. But, like, I'm already <laughs> We just do this again sometime. So
0: yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. All right. So for our fun fuck fact, we'll give you the floor. Share us with anything you Share with us anything that you want. <laughs> um, your website, how we can contact you, how our readers can find you, how we can follow you, all of the good stuff and, uh, you know, anything that you're working on.
1: And just to help with that, because it might help you explain, like, tell them what's coming out this episode. its It'll come out the end of January. So oh. so just so you can tell them what's recently come out or what's on its way.
2: Okay. Okay. So, well, in terms of that, I guess that's like perfect timing because the first book in my next Paranormal romance series the dark paranormal um is actually slated to come out uh the end of january so that's cool timing uh that'll work very nicely um and that that's going to be uh that series is just going to be different it's all vampires in the beginning anyway um no shifters and there might be things later on in the series but it's all vamps and it's kind of an urban dark paranormal like i don't want to say urban fantasy because it's paranormal it's not got as many fantastical elements to it i guess in terms mm-hmm. of that but it's urban it's set in you know modern day new orleans and you know, super cliche vampires in New Orleans, but. (laughs) So
1: many, so so many vampires.
2: Like, why not? You know, I may not to some of that in the book, but um, I may poke fun at it. But I love, I love both uh, vampires and New Orleans. So I had to do it. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's. Cryptic Dreams is the name of the book. The series is Prophets of Blood and Sunlight, and it's that's gonna a fucking
1: up. cool series name. <laughs> Thanks, I like that. Yeah, it is. That's thank nice. You. I like um,
2: it. Thank you very much. Uh, it's got some mythological elements to it as well. Where different mythology and old school ancient religions kind of come into play. Uh, it's it's very complex in my head. It's very complex. I don't know if it is when people read it. I don't know that yet. But um, in my head, there's a lot. Um, and it's I've done so much research it's ridiculous but um, I'm very excited and it's different it's got some of the same kind of vibes in terms of you know it's Faded Mates I'm my that's me Faded Mates are soulmates like you're gonna get it in contemporary or paranormal with what I do but Mm -hmm. I'm very excited for this series and this is gonna be like my first real cliffhanger (laughs) also the first book yeah is gonna have a cliffy and I'm not sure if it's gonna be two or three books yet for for these this first part of the series, but um but there is gonna be a real cliffhanger and I'm excited for that too. Like I want people to yell at me. If I don't yeah, have people well, yelling at me, then
1: I'm gonna be very we
0: definitely will. Okay. <laughs> um,
1: I was super. I loved how your book, the uh, His Fate, did not have one. like it was a complete story. Like they they took down the bad guy and it was over. And I was like, yes. I mean, there's more books to come. i love it. I want to read in this world, but I need like the thing to be over. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm the same exact way. And that's both of my series that I, the contemporary as well. Like it's, each book is about a couple because it's all wrapped up nice and neat for the most part. Like mm-hmm. I want that start to finish. I don't want a cliffy. I don't, I get anxiety if I read a cliffhanger. <laughs> like like, like well, I I need it now, kind of.
1: I feel like. In my personal reading, it's different. I'm a little bit more lax about it. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll 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 let a cliffhanger happen, and I'll pick sure. it back up. I feel <laughs> I, it stresses me out for the podcast because I can't tell when I'm going to get back to that series. Like. Right. Yes. Honestly, we could podcast probably much daily and still never read all of the stuff that I want to read for oh, this I'm podcast. Sure. And so I'm just, I get so upset because I'm like, I want to go back to all the series we started, which we haven't even, like it's five years and we've got things we haven't gotten back to. Oh, sure, yeah. And then I want to start new things. I want to find new authors and new books and new series. So that's why I'm a little bit critical on cliffhangers. <laughs> I, I get into like a fight with Helen Hart every time we meet because I'm like, <laughs> your books are all cliffhangers all yeah. of every single one she, yeah like, she does that on purpose she does it on
2: purpose 100 percent because i adore her as well and yeah another one <laughs> well and i don't know how you ladies feel but uh jennifer arm is another one that i absolutely love and i did not realize when i started the blood and ash series mm-hmm. that it was gonna be like that and thankfully <laughs> at that point the first three were out and i was like okay cool well, i'll just keep going and then oh war of two queens what like <laughs> Okay. Like really. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, and by the way, here's a side series on on top of it that's all going to be the same. So, I can handle it and I usually what happens is I'll get really anxious and I'll like know it's coming, you know, the end, the cliffy's coming and I get anxious. And I finish it, and I'm like, okay, I can handle this. I can do this. I can wait till the next book, and then I forget <laughs> because oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I have Alzheimer's, like early onset. <laughs> so, so then I forget, and then it comes out, and I'm all excited, and then I'm like, oh my god, but it's gonna be another cliffy. Like, <laughs> so I, so I, I feel that, yeah, probably more leaning towards your podcast feelings on it. Yeah, but, yeah. But I get it. So. But, but, but I yeah, get I, the
1: first one that I actually write, so mm-hmm, I'm excited. Yeah, I get it too. I understand, especially like when Helen explains her her point of view is to just keep people coming back over mm-hmm. and over again and I get I do understand that because you know you have to you have to like fine I'll pick up yes. the next book right, exactly. but you and know, it works it totally it does works for work her. but there's a there's like mm-hmm. a billion authors and like a million <laughs> series and I'm like but I can't do that with everyone there's yeah. stop hogging I us. have to go to work apparently somebody <laughs> is making me
2: right <laughs> No, I completely, I feel that, especially with Helen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you share your social media? Uh, no. I yeah. I don't know
2: that <laughs> stuff. Well, I have a website. And it's akgraveswrites.com. Very straightforward. And I am everywhere. Most of my handles, like TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, is all just at author akgraves. So super easy to find me and I'm on Facebook. Uh, I have a reader group, all that jazz. Um, and I'm pretty active, I guess, in spurts. So mm-hmm. you can definitely find me and chances are I will respond. <laughs> so I, I like to talk to everyone that I can in terms of, you know, the reading and writing community. So I'm mm-hmm. definitely around. On Facebook, I'm just author A.K. Graves, you know, same deal. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure my handle is like literally the same for everything. Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of that.
0: <laughs> like, I okay, was, great. Yeah, that makes it easy for us too. Then, so yes, cool. Yeah, yeah I, can't, right. I can't think
2: of anything other than that. Okay, <laughs> no, that's great. And where I'm at, that's how you it, so.
1: <laughs> Well, hopefully, all of our followers have read his fate and are now interested in checking out everything else you're doing, um, especially with this Prophets of Blood and Sunlight series coming out uh, this month, guys, January, and uh, we'll definitely get back to some of this or maybe we'll just jump ahead into the new series that's also possible
0: <laughs> we can also do that. at least
1: for the podcast i'll be behind the scenes reading everything but <laughs> right,
2: right hey cool i'm i'm game for whatever all Great. right
1: well thank you for joining us this has been delightful and uh well, I don't know how we do the. How do we end these? Yeah, we don't. We we awkwardly stare at each okay, other for a cool, little bit. Yeah. Like, I'm super
0: no. <laughs>
1: to having me, like,
2: please have me back. Like, you know. Yes. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to do. So,
0: which is great. Well, and that's exactly why we ask you to share the works that you're doing now so that we can venture into new stuff. So, cool. thank you so much for joining us. And we will talk to you later. Cool. All right. All right. All right. Okay, guys. Well, that was our interview with AK Graves. Thank you so much for joining us, AK. That was a lot of fun. And thank you guys for uh, listening to the interview. So we're just going to wrap this up, do our thing, and then uh, go about our day. I'm going to go have lunch.
1: Yeah. Me too. Okay. So did you, I think you had a kiss and tell for this book that we thought we'd talk about. I do have a kiss and tell for this book. And I thought the
0: opportunity presented itself very nicely because I don't think we've ever had this. I've never seen this phrase in a book. I mean, we know the phrase, it's not an unknown phrase, but I don't think it's come up in a book before. It hasn't come up in a book before. And with the ample amount of sex that happened in this book, I, I I'm not I shouldn't be surprised that it came up, you know? <laughs> Kai is learning all sorts of new things from Posey. Posey is showing him all sorts of new fun stuff. <laughs> and one of them is Roadhead. So he was a little bit more like, <laughs> because he has this accent well okay here's the thing i listened to the book lena read it so it's a little bit different Mm -hmm. right so i got to hear it in nathaniel's voice so just the way that he said roadhead is just really funny because it's not (laughs) it was like dragon yes yes, accent accent (laughs) (laughs) just put it but it's funny so i thought for this kiss and tell we could talk about our explorations our adventures our experiences (laughs) With a uh, road hat and if it's a if it's a thing that should be banned because it's almost very it's a very it's definitely dangerous. how you die, <laughs> it's, um, it's not recommended. no, we're not condoning this action in any way. um that's not to say I haven't ever done it.
1: Oh, okay, so I'll go first cause my answer is no, I've never done <laughs> cause it sounds insane. <laughs> It is, <laughs> and uh, I also do not understand the physical contortion that would be required to get. <laughs> Especially you, you're so short <laughs> to get uh, your head all the
0: way over to that side of the car. <laughs> the thing though I can contort easier, like if my legs don't. I don't have to fold my legs in so much. Okay, you know uh-huh. what I mean. So, like, I could just. Which okay, you guys, this this is a. <laughs> announcement we are not condoning this action at all i am not recommended don't try this at home it's not something you should do but i would just put my like my knees on my
1: seat okay that's what i assumed you had to do was kneel on the seat to lean over yeah Yeah. there's no other way
0: yes there is no other way and like for me like if we're playing what is that uh the fire the chinese fire drill is what they like to call it yeah where you stop at a
1: red light and everybody
0: gets out and yeah switches seats yeah I'm Not sure if I like that term, but that's well no, what it's people know it as. But that's what we know yes. it is too. <laughs> but like for if, if we ever needed to do that, Dan would get out of the car and come to the other side. I would just jump over because I can do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not even five feet tall. So I could get it. But anyway, I think it makes it easier being short okay. to 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 do that. Okay. That said, it is very dangerous. <laughs>
1: Just to really put the pin in that, for all my other readers out there who maybe read other genres, if anyone's read Neil Gaiman's American Gods, that is exactly how two of the main characters die at the very beginning of the book. Oh no!
0: (laughs) Yeah, she is giving
1: head, accidentally shifts like the shifter. Like he can't get it unshifted. They're stuck, and they crash into a tree, and she bites his dick off, and then (gasps) they both die and the, oh yeah the coroner has to pull his 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 penis out of her mouth and give it back to his because they were cheating so they both have spouses <laughs> and give give the penis back to the wife and be like hey we oh, found your wife's mouth. or your husband's dick in her mouth oh no yeah. so that's how both of the wow. other spouses find out that they're they were being cheated on by their best friends. Like they were all a friend group, a little force of a friend group. It was awful. Anyway, oh, it sets up the whole story. Terrible. If anyone's read American Gods, they know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you really should. It's a fucking amazing book. But yes, Roadhead will kill you.
0: I think I saw I think I think saw that on the the show that yes, went out.
1: Yes, the first season they start. It's the very beginning of the first season. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's literally the first of the book. Like it's one of the first things that happens in the book because it sets mm-hmm. up the rest of the action. So it's not I haven't ruined a story for anyone. No one because it's not it's not a you know denouement or anything it's the beginning so that shadow can go on his grand adventure oh man so
0: yeah it's um um i have done it before i've given hand road
1: hand i would think it would be called road hand it is yeah road
0: (laughs) as well which is also not a good here's the thing don't distract a driver no fucking leave drivers alone (laughs)
1: leave the drivers alone (laughs) and don't put your body in between like important pieces of the car like you know even if if it isn't an like automatic, yeah, like, or if it isn't a yeah. st- standard, it's an automatic. It's still like there's still stuff there that you, oh yeah, their hands need yeah. access to. <laughs>
0: it, a- absolutely. Well, you can easily put that into neutral. That's why they weren't able to stop the car yeah. because the brakes don't work. Yeah. So you know. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, that's a uh, that's my story. Last time you did this, how old were you? Oh, this was way before the boys were born. Oh well, yeah, I figured that, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, okay. That was a
1: really stupid statement, right? Like, oh, was yesterday and I'd be like, well, <laughs> <season?" I know. laughs> You out here living on the edge and I didn't even know it. Like no, right? <laughs> uh, it was always either on the way to or from Ogallala. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. So it's also yes. highway driving.
0: <laughs> yes, not good with giant it's semis
1: running by you at all speeds. Oh yeah, so
0: they could see you and stuff. Which, by the way, I've seen. I've seen people. I've seen people giving head in cars. I've seen mm. full-on sex in the back seat of a car. We were behind a
1: car, and I was like,
0: okay, that's that's a thing that's happening. You're that's really awkward right for enough. the
1: driver. I'd be pissed. I'd be like, fuck off. No, like, okay. wait a minute.
0: Not only is it awkward for the driver, but there was a person right next to them in the back seat. And there was a person in the front seat. Who are No, there was some people. They, this, something was happening here. I
1: don't know. I'm sorry. I love all my it, friends, but if anyone's hard to pull that shit next to me, I'd be like, are you, no. are you fucking? I will talk through this. I will be no. very derogatory about what's <laughs> happening, and you will feel bad. <laughs> yes. You are not going to
0: like me after this. No, I, I don't think that it had anything to do with some um, you know yeah I, I don't know if there was like bad intentions there or what no, I, but I will be making yeah, comments was...
1: and they will be scathing.
0: <laughs> oh
1: yeah no
0: there's just and no at way the end, I, mean, I will like...
1: rate your performances I don't think you're gonna want that
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> no you are not gonna want that so <laughs> yes the last time was, it had to have been, I don't know, 10,
1: 15 years ago. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. it's stuff you do when you're young and dumb. Exactly. I mean, the characters in our book that just did it were like 300 years old. So I guess, you know. I mean, am sure they're two
0: fully grown dragons,
1: you know. <laughs> I mean, I guess she's only like 97, but still.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. But in what, 300 years, he'd never had it before. And so.
1: Well, most thing. of that year, most of his life predated cars. So of course he's never had it. <laughs> I guess that's true i guess it's true
0: there was no road head on the horse and buggy don't that you know
1: god that would definitely result in somebody getting bit oh
0: oh 100 it's just you like go over a rut ah.
1: oh yeah no that's bad news teeth are teeth are not our friends in that situation <laughs> Okay guys. Uh-uh. So, that just wraps up our little bit of our our story about his fate by AK Graves and now we're going to rate it and then move on for next week right next next episode yes we can do that all right i think
0: so So i'm gonna do uh, we're gonna do we do sex and book right yes i'm gonna do eight and seven i think there's plenty of sex in this book Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. keeps me i mean it's hot Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you guys you have to if you want to read listen get into this book and we're really 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 hoping that you already have you'll know exactly what we're talking about but there was plenty and they were good and, and, and different things just like roadhead <laughs> that one specifically wasn't. The described. scene wasn't
1: described. Just in passing, he right. mentioned that they experienced
0: roadhead on yeah. their way home. So it was good. It was it was really good. And uh, for the book, I, the storyline I think is really intriguing. I do love. And you mentioned this during the interview that she closed it out, <laughs> there are no fucking cliffhangers, and then she's going to give us one for a different book she's doing. But that's okay. We'll wait for that one. And, you know, you get a lot of the action and the stuff happening at the end of the book. I think I would have loved to have seen Posey come into herself a lot sooner. Here's my problem with this is the whole secret keeping thing. (laughs) posy is an adult and i know it's hard to find out that you're a dragon mm-hmm. like a real life shifting dragon and i know that she was you know protecting herself she was the one who put the spell on herself i get that but i don't know i kind of have a problem with the secrets and i don't like it i feel especially when it's like with adults i think at some point because her dad knew at least the whole time was he waiting for her to break out of that i mean on what were we gonna do
1: He's literally wheelchair bound and can't prove that he's a dragon. Oh, and she's true. glamored herself into believing she's just a human and he's just a human. So he's going to write true. on a whiteboard. No, sorry, Posey, you're <laughs> a fucking dragon shifter. And so am I, but I have no proof of it and I can do nothing about this. I mean, the only other people who could have told her would be the other shifters in town who knew she was a shifter, but also I yes, felt like true. they didn't all know. Only one of them knew that Hank had been a dragon. Cause remember when they're at that meeting,
0: it was their friend, the lady, um,
1: Yeah, like he he said, you know, the other cop did know because he was partnered, Hank was partnered with the cop when they were investigating the murders, the original murders. Mm -hmm. But once he got injured and was no longer essentially a dragon, you know, he was like a trapped dragon and, and... i i feel like i really don't know what you would have expected anyone to do in that situation because she Maybe. she like chose to forget the pain of what had happened and losing yes. her mom and her her dad being handicapped by this guy and so she just went on with her normal life and he had to keep her at least from questioning why she wasn't aging so that's the right. only thing he kind of contributed to it so she just kind of always figured she was dirty <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was it was just one of those
1: fifty first for date like forty like, years, like you know. Too,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. But Kai knew he when
1: he knew, found out. He didn't know she right? was a dragon. He knew her dad was. Yeah, he knew her dad, and was. that's not his, like. But he didn't know her dad was going to be fixed mm-hmm. when they walked in that door. Because I think he was going to be like, okay, we're going to go home and I'm going to tell Hank that he has to tell you that he's a dragon. And then they walk in the door and the dude is no longer paralyzed and can talk all of a sudden after 20 years. And that's I mean, he couldn't have foreseen that happen. His brothers didn't tell him they were doing that. That's true. So I don't know. I, I don't have a problem with either of them in that scenario. I think that we've read other books where the secrets are a lot bigger and a lot like oh didn't yeah we just read one lately where the fucking guy didn't even say he was a vampire until after they had sex and I was like Fuck. yeah pretty much um, it was uh, it was, Helen's was Helen's book? Book? We're um, speaking about Helen yeah and, there, and there's other secrets in that book a lot of shit is being kept in those in, yes. the, in that series but I think what I did like when AK wrote those scenes because I'm going to give it I'm a little higher than you I'm going to give it a nine on the sex and an eight on the book I feel Like, I was just thoroughly impressed with how much sex was in the book. And I enjoyed all of them all of the delightful sex scenes um, and even the ones that like like the road had one where we didn't actually get the scene but we're just getting like mm-hmm. one off comments about and then we had sex in the balcony and I was like oh I'm going to have sex- balcony <laughs> sex pictured right here although I did actually no we got that scene we got the balcony scene uh-huh. and I did have the small question because at one point it was like he sat down <laughs> on a chaise lounge and then they proceeded to have like all kinds of crazy upside down backward yes. sex on the stage lounge yes. and I was like that dude is 6'9". The chaise lounge is Done. No, I'm sorry. No. I can't get in and out of a shage Lounge without it falling over. There's no fucking way <laughs> a giant six foot nine dragon no. shifter and I mean she's a five mm-hmm. eight. She's a tall woman. Like yes, the two of them yeah. aren't having sex on a shage Lounge and it's <laughs> s- staying upright. That's just not happening. That thing's gonna fall the not fuck working, over. Not working, guys. But anyway, <laughs> no. I think I liked it. I liked all of her scenes with. Yeah, the sex is good, and I thought the story was a very interesting and unique mm-hmm. twist on shifter. Yes stories. And I liked that a lot. I mean, these are some of the most unusual dragons. I mean, we've had a ton of dragons and I just really like what, you know, she did with the dragons. So yeah, I I appreciate it. I think that might be a contribution
0: to how we consumed it. Right. So you read it. That's true. I I do think there
1: is definitely a difference in, in that regard. So some things that probably stood out to me maybe didn't mm-hmm. stand out as much to you and some things that you probably were like, oh, I'm hearing this again. Probably I didn't even notice because I could skim over. Exactly. <laughs> I could skim a lot of shit when I read. So. Oh yeah, and you still
0: catch it all on yeah exactly <laughs> and sometimes it's easy for me to like miss a, a section because mm-hmm. I've been listening I get engrossed in whatever it is that I'm doing you know so but overall great we love this book and we had a ton of fun with AK and that was one of probably our funnest interviews and and we're looking forward to trying to doing it again <laughs> absolutely
1: I strongly recommend it and We've never done a contemporary motorcycle club book, but maybe that becomes the first one we do. Yeah, actually we have never yeah.
0: all of our motorcycle dudes have been shifters
1: yes we've done shifter motorcycles mm-hmm. but never a contemporary motorcycle mm-hmm. so we'll have yep. to try or maybe that other one i really i'm really loving the cryptic dreams that's good but it's, the the yeah. series title
0: is really fucking hot oh the um, 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 um i think i wrote
1: it down i had it saved yeah, up on goodreads and then i yeah i don't know i actually can't i can't read my handwriting Prophets of blood and sunlight
0: Okay, I wrote that down, except it looks like poofed in booze <laughs> and smith. <laughs> that's what that says. Doesn't that say "profit in blood and sunlight?
1: Oh, that's fucking great. Oh.
0: All right. Well, that's good. So for our next book, we are going to be reading... Uh, for our next book, sorry, <laughs> my handwriting yet again. <laughs> um Seduced by Moonlight by Kenya Wright and narrated by Wesley Siobhan and J.F. Harding. This is the first in the Love, Death and Magic series. And this is going to be our book that kicks off mm-hmm. Black History Month. Yep,
1: absolutely. Yep. So we are excited. That should be a lot of fun. And yeah. Come back in two weeks for that episode. Indeed. All right, guys. Well, uh, in the meantime, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to us on our social media at Sturdy Books. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, if it still exists. <laughs> <laughs> Is it still there? I mean, still in our world, it's on fire. And- it might not exist by the time this episode comes out, so we might not be there anymore. Who knows? <laughs> it's the worst thing ever anyway. so uh, We don't actually go there. We just are there yeah oh my god i went there the other day because i was like i want to see if i can still even log in and i logged into it and back in june of 2022 a lady listed out like all of the romance podcasts and and like and she just like tweeted them over like a whole list over like weeks really and we were on it and i was like oh (laughs) i didn't say thank you (laughs) That, that happened, like, assholes. so many months ago, and I'm just <laughs> looking at it now. <laughs> Darn. I was like, yeah, no, I... Oh. But there's, like, a hundred yeah. of them, like, so many. It was cool. Wow. Anyway, Anyway, uh, yeah, so shh. Dirty Books, and that is three H's on the sh. And you can email us at shhdirtybooks at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Suggest books to us, authors we should be reading. Reach out if you are an author and you want to join for an interview. We love it. Yeah, and you can visit us on our website at shhdirtybooks.com and most places
0: that you can find podcasts. Thank you, Jim Townsend, for your music. And with that, we're going to say good night. This is Sayla. this is Kalina. And we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Yeah, you've been listening to Reading Dirty Books with Galena and Saylette. Be sure to tune into the next episode Get some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them.